Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The thing about being a head coach in really any sport, and I think NBA, mm-hmm. you probably have players who are more mercurial than in other sports, is that... They have a lot more power. Yeah, they have a lot more power. You have to massage egos more. And there is a real gift in that, right? Like you can be brilliant at X's and O's. You can be great at scheming, but it's all irrelevant if your players aren't happy with you, if your players aren't loyal to you, if your players aren't mm-hmm. listening to you. And so you really have to be able to balance. Yes, I know what I'm doing, but also I have the respect of the locker room or I have the respect of the clubhouse, whatever it is, because the guys know I have their backs, that I am I am someone who supports them and we respect one another, and that's not always the case. So that's why being a head coach, I think, especially at the higher levels, is such a challenge because you can be one or the other, but you really have to be both. Well, and so much of your success is going to be tied to how much your superstars execute. Because at the end of the day, in the NBA, so much of it is about the superstars performing when it matters the most in the postseason and whether you did a great job coaching or not your success is going to depend mm-hmm. on if the team wins the game like say the team shot like 27 percent from the field that's not on right. you i guess maybe if you drew up plays that had them shooting you know <laughs> long range jumpers the entire night but still do you get what i'm saying like sometimes a coach can yes. lose but it's not necessarily their fault Oh, abs- and that's the thing is that sometimes you can absolutely 
just lay out the perfect game plan. But ultimately, if guys, if you're if you're scheming guys open for shots, but everyone's going one for ten from the field, it then it's irrelevant. You know, you you mm-hmm. did everything you can do, but your team just didn't execute. So yeah, that's part of the challenge of being any head coach. And imagine being a coach where you're doing everything right, but you don't have the athletes available. Like you're the coach of like being the head coach of the Grizzlies, for example, or the Blazers. Yeah, you have some individual talent, but ultimately you know that the deck is stacked against you each and every single night because sometimes you can have the perfect game plan, but you just get out talented. You get out athleted. Like, what are you gonna do if you have a bunch of rookies and some mediocre players on your roster? And you've got everything planned appropriately, but the Celtics come to town. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do here. Maybe we get lucky, but maybe we don't. So that leads us right into some questions before the All-Star break, Chelsea. And the number one on this list is, and it is early in his tenure, but did the Bucks make the right call in hiring Doc Rivers? The Bucks have been banged up. There's no question about it. And they've at times maybe look like they're getting better on defense. And that's been their real issue early in the season. But was this the right call or did the Bucks hit the panic button here? Well, I think we all can agree that the Bucks hit the panic button way too early when it came to Coach yeah. Bud. Coach Bud was a great coach. And I think they let him go a little bit too early. We know they had a really embarrassing loss in the postseason to the Miami Heat, who went on to play in the NBA Finals. So maybe you give them a little more slack there and say, okay, maybe we shouldn't fire our coach. But when it comes to the legacy of Doc Rivers in Milwaukee, this feels like something that is still unwritten. Don't you feel Mm -hmm. like this is an incomplete? Like if we were grading the report card here, it is impossible to give him a grade on this until the season is over and until we've seen what the Bucks do in the postseason. Because right now, it is still the extreme short term. Yes, it feels like the Bucks are newborn baby deer that are trying to <laughs> find their feet under Doc Rivers. But still, it's impossible to gray what he's doing right now until we see what it happens in the postseason. Because isn't this yeah. the main thing for the Milwaukee Bucks? Like, their goal is not to win a bunch of regular season games. And we saw that when they fired their head coach, despite a winning record. So I think this is an incomplete as far as the grade card goes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's a good way to put it. And it's easy to sort of jump off the ledge here and say, oh my God, they hired him and things have things have immediately gone downhill. But I want to see A, I want to see the books completely healthy. And then B, I want to see 
just a bit more of a sample size because anytime you have a change, be it at head coach, be it in your roster, it does sort of take not just a few games. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer for everything to come together. We saw that with the Clippers, right, when they made that trade for James Harden early on. They just couldn't win anything, and now they look like one of the best teams in the West. So since we're talking about the West, what about the Golden State Warriors? I know you saw that headline yesterday where apparently before the trade deadline, they tried to make a move for LeBron James, which is just wild to me, and just go all in on maybe we can win one more title or two with Steph and LeBron. That clearly did not happen. LeBron did not want to go to Golden State. He wanted to stay a Laker, so he is a Laker. Is the window closed for the Warriors? They've kind of shown their hand here a little bit. Or, based on recent results, and they've been good recently, is there still a chance for Golden State? I think it's really easy to sit here and say that the dynasty is over, pack up all your things. This was their one last desperation grab at trying to win something this year. And it should tell you something. Mm -hmm. If they're going after LeBron James, this feels like a mad dash to try to say, okay, our window's closing. We got to do something quick. But look at last year. Look at how much we were laughing at the LA Lakers during the course of the regular season, who were very much yes. middling around 500, barely made it into the postseason. We said, oh, the postseason's a grind. They're way too old. They'll never do anything. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. So would not yeah. shock me if the Warriors can do the same thing. I do think there is a ceiling for the Warriors, though, kind of like there was a ceiling for the Lakers last year. So I would not be shocked if they make a run in the postseason but I would be shocked if they won it all. It does feel like a team that it's getting much older. Steph Curry looks ageless, but it has to be more than him. It has to be the pieces around him. And, like, are we really turning the page on Draymond Green that he wouldn't do something dumb again if he was in the postseason, huh. get teed up yeah. at a bad time? So it's, it would be shocking to me if they won another one. Wouldn't be shocking, you know, if they upset somebody in the postseason because the Lakers did it last year. But unfortunately, it does feel like the dynasty is over. Yeah, I think so too. And I'll give credit to Steve Kerr because he has made some adjustments along the way that I think has made, they've made the Warriors better. And he's sort of mm -hmm. adjusted along the way with Draymond out of the lineup and figuring things out and maybe giving, giving some run to some of the different players on that roster instead of always going back to Steph. Always going back to Clay, always going back to Draymond. But ultimately, I just don't think this team has the horses to make a sustained run in the playoffs. And, and what we'll see is, which is sort of what we saw last night, where the Warriors look pretty good, they lose, and then Steph goes off and has a monster game. But ultimately, they just can't rely on Steph to drop 40 points every night where everyone else isn't really competing like they used to compete. So I'm kind of with you there. I think that window probably is shut. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.